0: Absolutely nobody could have predicted way back in October that these Bruins would be this good. But here we are celebrating their 63rd victory, powered by another amazing performance by David Posternock. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things record-breaking spoke to be. Today is Monday, April 10th. And I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every single day, free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com/slash NHL60 and use code NHL60 for 60% off plus free shipping. On today's podcast, we are, of course, going to talk about Boston's record-breaking 63rd win yesterday, powered by David Posternak's 60th Ghoul. And we will also touch on the New Jersey game on Saturday and. The Masterton Trophy nominee was announced this morning as well. Quick reminder that you can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Ian C. McLaren. Whoops, that would be the podcast is locked NHL Bruins. You can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. The road to 63 is now complete. The Bruins have reached that destination, and while Sunday's game was highlighted by some amazing feats on the part of David Posternak, he and everybody was team first after the game, as can be expected. It was Charlie Coyle who said, before the year, to be honest, you're not hoping you get the most wins in NHL history. It's just not something you are thinking about. He continued, "You want to make sure you're playing the right way and build as best as you can so when playoff time comes, you're ready to go. That's the real season there. But it's another feather in the cap along the way of a good season." He continued, "There's certain things that stand out whether it's the outdoor game at Fenway, certain individual accomplishments that keep adding up and make the season fun and what it is. We hope this is just the beginning here, but it's definitely something we can take pride in and shows what we have accomplished this season. And what the Bruins have accomplished is 63 wins, setting the NHL's all-time mark for wins In a single season, topping the 95 96 Red Wings and the 2018 19 Tampa Bay Lightning. And I don't care what anybody says, that is something to celebrate. It's something to commemorate. It's something to remember. Yes, we want this team to win the Stanley Cup, and they're going to start on that road beginning next week. But as far as I'm concerned, I've been watching this team since the 1980s all right I'm at an age right now where I turn on classic rock radio and they're playing all the songs that I loved in high school there has never been in my lifetime a season that this great and in NHL history no team has won this many regular season games that means something and like Charlie Coyle said, you look at the outdoor game. You look at David Pasternak's performance. You look at Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci playing at high levels. You look at newcomers like uh, Pavel Zaka. Um, you look at Jake DeBrusk's career resurgence. Trent Frederick taking a next step. Um, Brad Marchand, Charlie McAvoy, Matt Grizzlick coming off major off-season surgeries and contributing right from the get-go. It's an incredibly special season, and one that we should not diminish, regardless of whatever happens in the playoffs. It's it's never going to happen again. This is a season to remember, and it's very special, like David Posternak said after the game. It's been a lot of fun. It's been enjoyable, he said, especially with the group we have here. We obviously knew what was at stake. It's definitely special to hit with the game like this. We made history today in the biggest league in hockey, and we definitely appreciate it. End quote. It's a significant record. It's something to be proud of. But of course, it's not the most desirable achievement that these Bruins are aiming for. There's been a lot of records set this season, but their main ultimate goal is the Stanley Cup. And with two games left in the regular season, that's their focus, is routing their game into form ahead of Game 1 of the playoffs, which will begin next week with their opponent yet to be determined. Head coach Jim Montgomery said, for our team, it means everything we believe in, being process-oriented, staying in the moment, caring about each other, respecting each other, and how hard we play for each other. The word team is exemplified with that group in there. End quote. And that for me was on full display when David Posternak, as we'll talk about here more in a moment, scored his 60th goal. You see the the goal celebration. Tyler Bertuzzi comes in a couple seconds late. Why? Because he, who has been with this team for like five weeks, set up that goal and took the time to make sure to grab the puck for Dave Apostra. One of the newest Bruins around, and he recognized that moment and what it meant and made sure to pick up that puck. Now the Bruins, Montgomery added, they're not talking about winning the Stanley Cup, they're talking about game one. That's gonna be their focus, not looking too far ahead, that creates anxiety. Heck, I know, I feel that. (laughs) We believe in staying present, and our process allows us to have success, and we have a lot of details within our process a simple way of saying that we like to live in the moment he said we're not looking at june we're looking at april 17th and like i said their playoff opponent yet to be determined still some things to be settled here in the final week of the regular season but what is settled is the bruins getting that all-time wins record and dave aposternok hitting 60 goals which we will touch on here in a moment but first a quick word about today's sponsor, which is the FanDuel Sportsbook. Grand slams, no hitters, double plays are back, and there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. Just go to fanduel.com slash locked on, sign up, Place your first bet and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. You can bet on Aaron Judge picking up where he left off in the home run race. A pitcher going over on strikeouts. Whatever is available in baseball as well as basketball, hockey, you can get in on the action with a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. So not only was Sunday a very special day for the Boston Bruins, but for David Pasternak as well. He recorded his 15th career hat-trick, moving him into sole possession of second place on the Bruins all-time list. He also hit the 3 career goal mark, making him one of eight players to score that many with the Bruins. On top of that, it was his 60th goal of the season, securing just the fifth uh, season in Bruins history where a player has reached 60 goals, the other four being achieved by Phil Esposito. He Began his banner evening, two o four of the second period when he gave Boston a two one lead with a wrister from the high slot. He followed that up with the second of the night uh, moments after having a goal waved off for goaltender interference by Connor Clifton at seven thirty one of the middle frame, and then um, he capped that fifteenth career hat trick. 39 seconds into the third when he buried a wrister to complete a two-on-one give-and-go with Bertuzzi. Everybody was rooting for him to hit all these milestones in one night. He's now just the second player this season to reach the 60-goal mark. Connor McDavid leading the league with 64. And if it weren't for McDavid just deciding the season that he wanted to win the Rashard trophy, seemingly being able to score at will. He's got 150 points now or something stupid like that. Um, Pasternak would be in line to win the rocket Rashard trophy, but still an unbelievably spectacular season. It's just the ninth time in NHL history that there have been two 60 goal scores. And the first since 95 96. He's the eighth Czechia native to score 300 career goals, second fastest behind Jaromir Jager. just 10 games more it took him to reach that mark than Yager. And he's the fourth and youngest to score 300 with the Bruins from the start of his career, joining Ray Bork, Patrice Bergeron, and Brad. Marchand. Oh man, what an accomplishment for David Pasternak. And as I talked about, I believe last week, he's well on track to set the Bruins record for goals. He's 245 back of Johnny Busick for the team lead. And so he just needs to average about 30 over the course of his eight year contract extension 30 per season in order to hit that mark. I mean, you have to think he'll challenge for at least 50 next year. Maybe the year after that, you should easily, easily break that mark. Um, just an unbelievable season for David Pasternak and, uh, Scott McLaughlin, uh, often guest here on the podcast tweeted this this morning, which was unbelievable. The Bruins just wrapped up a stretch of five straight weekends of back-to-backs while other Bruins veterans and stars got games off, like Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci. Postonok played all 10 of those games and put up 11 goals and five assists. The Bruins went 9-1 and during those games. Unbelievable. It was also an emotional game for Jeremy Swayman. He made his NHL debut in Philadelphia nearly two years ago. Uh, Made 40 saves for his first career victory during the COVID-shortened season. And just a few days later, he found out that his mentor and University of Maine head coach, Red Gendron, had passed away suddenly. So on the anniversary of Gendron's death, he got the start in Philadelphia and made 34 saves in a win. And he was super emotional after the game. Uh, he pointed to the sky after the final buzzer sounded. He had a very um, emotional interview with Jackie Redmond on TNT. Do check that out. And uh, while Linus Olmark didn't travel with the team, wasn't able to engage in a hug. Um, Swayman took some leadership there and made sure that Brandon Bussey felt part of the traditional victory celebration and got a hug in there. Uh, Swayman said, we wouldn't be here without Linus. Such a huge part of this team. He loves hugging him. He said he was a little bummed that he wasn't going to make the trip, but it was still awesome. Bus came in. He was a bit iffy about engaging in the hug and he said, come over here. Bring it in. It was awesome to embrace. We're all in this together. Everyone in the locker room was part of a special day. And he hoped Bussy felt like a big part of it. And Bussy will likely get a start here in one of the remaining two games. Allmark wasn't the only player who stayed back in Boston. Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci, Taylor Hall, Charlie McAvoy, Dimitri Orlov all got the day off. And so you had a bunch of guys coming up. Connor Carrick uh, picked up an assist. Uh, Vinny Lettieri was in the lineup. A whole bunch of guys stepping up um, and getting the job done here in this 63rd win. Jack Deshaun uh, didn't play, I don't believe, but neither did Oscar Steam, but they were all called up uh, for this game. And again, we'll probably get a bunch of Providence Bruins in the lineup here over the next couple of games. Please do not diminish this accomplishment for the Boston Bruins. 63 wins and counting. They might get a couple more. Um, something special. Something we may never see again. And it was aided by Shadow Pavel Zaka. Scored a pair of goals in a victory over his old team, the New Jersey Devils, on Saturday. And, again, just another reason why the Bruins are succeeding, thriving this season. Guys just stepping up, night in, night out. Pavel Zaka making a statement against his old team. Um, He became the first Bruin since Jerome McGinley and Riley Smith back in 2013-14 to score 20 goals in their first season with the club. And he scored two goals in the opening 444. Fastest pair to start a game by a Bruin since Mike Knubel back in 2003. He said it felt good, especially against Jersey. And he's a big reason why the Bruins are succeeding this season. Taylor Hall made his return to the lineup Sat out Sunday's game, but the Bruins slowly getting back to full health. And hopefully, Nick Foligno is next. We'll talk about him here in a moment, as well as what's coming up for the Bruins. But I want to thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day, every day, free and available on your favorite podcast app, on YouTube. Please do hit that subscribe button so that you never miss a thing. It's going to be a great final week of the regular season and of course into the playoffs and uh, hopefully we are talking about this team for several more weeks here on Monday morning it was announced that Nick Foligno is this year's Bruins nominee for the Masterton Trophy it's given to the player who best exemplifies the qualities of perseverance sportsmanship and dedication to hockey. Each team gets a nominee and uh, Joe Haggerty, who's the professional hockey writers association chair for the Boston chapter said this, whether it's through his hard nosed determined play or his leadership or simply the smile and joy for hockey that he brings to the rink with him every day. Can't think of a more fitting candidate for the Masterton trophy than Nick Felino. He showed his determination and perseverance in battling back from injuries to play a key role for the Boston Bruins this season. And his dedication to hockey and sportsmanship are on display every time he laces up the skates. End quote. Felino appeared in just 64 games for the Bruins last season, limited by multiple injuries and career lows with two goals, 11 assists. He bounced back with 10 goals, 16 assists, and 60 games for the Bruins this season before suffering a lower body injury back in February. And he's obviously also engaged in some great efforts off the ice, um, heavily involved in the Children's Hospital, and um, the Bruins lucky to have him. He did skate, I believe, in a non-contact jersey the other day. The hope is that he could be back in time for the postseason. Uh, He and Forbort were placed on LTIR in order to make room for Taylor Hall's return to the lineup on Saturday. Now, the Bruins do have a couple... Regular season games remaining on the schedule. They could pad this wins record here. They play a home game against Washington tomorrow night, and then they will wrap up the regular season on Thursday in Montreal. I would expect a very Providence-heavy lineup in that one, but they could very well have a regular-looking lineup for the home finale tomorrow night. We will preview that game on tomorrow's podcast when it comes to the wild card race right now it is the Florida Panthers and the New York Islanders holding down those two spots with identical 91 points and 569 point percentages the Pittsburgh Penguins are 1 point back of both teams and remain in the running for uh that wild card spot. That would be my preference, would be Pittsburgh jumping up. They are, in my mind, the most beatable of those three. The Panthers play the Maple Leafs tonight. The Islanders take on the Washington Capitals. And then um, next, let's see when Florida plays next. Florida will next play. Let's see here. uh, Toronto tonight. Then they play Carolina on Thursday to wrap up their regular season. Pittsburgh plays Columbus. So a very winnable game there. And they also play Chicago. So they have arguably the easiest of the uh, remaining games. The Islanders play the Canadians, as well as the Capitals tonight. So you got to give the advantage there to Pittsburgh. They have two of the worst teams this season remaining, uh, but it should come right down to the wire here as to who the Bruins will play in the first round. And when we know who they will play, you can be sure I'll be all over it here on locked on Boston Bruins with a full first round preview with the host of whatever podcast is uh, being represented. All right, that's it for today's episode, my friends. I hope you all had a great Easter weekend, and uh, let's rightly celebrate this accomplishment for the Bruins. We know the ultimate goal is the Stanley Cup, but this has been a very special regular season, and uh, it's still to be celebrated as well. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other. We'll talk to you again here tomorrow on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.